Welcome to episode 94 of the Luke Winstall Show. Today's guest is a defensive back out of Duncanville, Texas. He was rated by the recruiting services as a three-star, but he was a late bloomer, and by the end of his senior year, started getting recruited as if he were a five-star guy. He went on to sign with Missouri, becoming a part of their 2020 class, and played five games in the SEC last season. Ennis Rakestraw Jr., thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm doing really well. My first question for you, heading into your senior season, what did your recruitment look like? Um, I had a few offers, but they wasn't Power 5 offers. So what was the moment for you when your recruitment blew up and then you've got Texas and Alabama and Missouri and UGA and all these schools coming after you? Um, it was in our playoff run. I had a good playoff stretch, and I locked up a few big-time receivers. For you, would you say that your game has improved a lot over the past few months, or did it just take that playoff run for you to get noticed? Day by day, I was getting better. Uh, it just all the work I put in, it finally paid out. I've heard you credit track to your recruitment taking off. So why is that? Because... Track helped me out on the field by um helping me feel like I'm faster because I just I was pretty fast but when you get the mechanics down on running on how to run it helps you out. You're rated as a three-star recruit, but the way that you were recruited at the end of the 2020 cycle shows that teams are not viewing you as a three-star guy. Does that three-star ranking matter to you, or what goes through your head when you think about that? Um, to me, I feel like I shouldn't be a three-star, but three-stars ain't too bad off. Because most three-stars are people that work really hard and want nothing given to them. You played against several big-time receivers throughout your career and in your senior year, so a few numbers that have popped up against five-star receiver Rakeem Jarrett, Maryland signee. You held him to five catches for 36 yards. Against four-star junior receiver Quadarius Davis, the nation's number 77 prospect, you held him to two yards receiving. And then future five-star receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba, Ohio State signee, you held to five catches for 37 yards. When you hear those numbers, what goes through your head? What's your thought process like? My thought process, I'm really not a cocky guy. So my thought process is I show the world who I am. And this race star is. And when you say you show the world, how would you describe yourself and who you are both on and off the field? Um, I'm a hard worker. I'm respectable. I'm holy. I just know that God had a plan for me, and that's, what I, that's how I carry myself. That this is God's plan. When it came down to be decision time for you at the end of it, I heard that Texas and Alabama were in your top three with Missouri. And Alabama, you mentioned on Twitter when they offered you, was your dream school. Texas, the big school in your state. So how did you end up, or why did you end up picking Missouri? Um, Missouri was there before it all, all happened. I built a relationship with them coaching and the players already. It was hard turning down my dream school, but you know, you got to do what's best for your family and put you in the best position to succeed. What do you think that Missouri fans should expect from you and the Missouri program should look to get out of you? They should expect the goddess to go down there. 
I'm down down to no man. Competition is competition, and I'm going to do my best, do my part to get up the win. And what kind of corner are you? Would you say that you're more of a man type of guy or a zone guy? I'm a, I tell everybody I'm a team corner. Awesome. When Missouri was recruiting you and you're talking with the coaching staff and building the relationships, what did they tell you that they liked about you and your game? Um, they liked that I was a competitor. They said my game get all the talking. But when you sit down and talk to me, you can see that I'm a respectable, manable young man. I had, I had great parents in there. What do you think is the next step in your development as a player on the field? Uh, my next step is to, you know, get on the side of me and be more precise with my break. And I think I'd be in pretty good shape. For Missouri, when they're trying to get you to come to their school, Coach Drinkwitz and all of his coaching staff, what was their pitch like? What did they try to sell you on about Missouri? They um told me that I'd be in good hands. They didn't try to tell me I was going to be no starter. Or they told me I'm going to have to work for it. That they underrated and we can shock the world, and I respect it. For you having your recruitment heat up so much towards the end of your high school career, did you ever have any crazy or extravagant recruiting pitches from coaches? Anybody go way over the top to try to compete for your services? Um, I wouldn't say that they visited my house. Um, after I committed, they gave me a Missouri gave me a billboard in my hometown. That was nice. So, what's it like for you when you're driving down the road? Maybe you're with your friends or your family, and you see a billboard. What's that like? Well, the reaction from Coach Drinkwitz and the Missouri coaching staff when you signed was something that went viral. Everybody saw it on Twitter with Coach jumping up and screaming and high-fiving and hugging his whole staff. What does that feel like for you as a guy who started at the beginning of your senior year, didn't have many offers, and then it seems like you're the crown jewel of the Missouri recruiting class? But it just, it was, it was insane that my coach had their reaction to me. It just made, it just made my recruiting even feel like it was worth it. And it felt like I'm in a program where they really go take care of me. A lot of people nationally have maybe not gotten to see your film or watch you play yet. Is there a player that you think your game compares to or maybe is a little similar to that plays on the college or NFL level now? Um, I'm a and I looked up to Jeff Okuda. And what do you like about those guys? I like how Jeff Okuda be patient. You know how to use his hips. And Jalen Ramsey, he's the same way. And he likes to talk trash to get people in. Yeah. For you as a high-level recruit, have you gotten to text or talk with any of those higher-level players to try to pick their brains and get some advice yet? Um, well, I've been in contact with Missouri corner number two, Marcus AC. Um, that's pretty much it. And some of the guys that hosted me in my recruit, like from Alabama and Texas, they've been keeping in contact too. A lot of people will argue that Texas high school football is the best in America. So I want to ask and I want to know, do you believe it's the best state for high school football in the country? Um, yes, sir. It's, it's nothing like Texas. Texas is the one 
What would you tell someone from a state like California or Florida or Georgia who believes that their state might be better than Texas? What would you say to prove to them that Texas is the best state for high school football in the country? Um, how I prove it, I just tell them to look up the stars that come out of this state, the ones that was drafted. And then you can turn on the film. You can watch Duncanville play. You can watch the start of North Shore. You can watch every team in Texas play. And I feel like no other school can be nobody in Texas. That's great. Ennis, that's all the questions I had for you. Thank you for your time. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Luke Winstall Show. Please be sure to follow on social media at Luke Winstall Show and share it with all your friends. That concludes this episode, but I'll see you back next week with another great guest.